What is up, motherfuckers? It's your boy, Matt, with another Fox NFL podcast for the fans, by the fans. With me, as always, I got my boy, Joseph Massey. What's up, Joseph Massey? What's going on, flockers? And with me, sitting right next to me, my best flock and friend, Guy Weaver. What up, Guy? What's up, people? Tonight, we are doing it up big. We are going over the playoff matches before we get to the Eagles beating the Chicago Bears or the Chargers and the Ravens, let's just break it down right now. Indianapolis Colts at the Houston Texans. Texans favored by one and a half points over under at 48.5. Joseph Massey, who do you like in this matchup? Really? I mean, this is a good game. And we just saw this. This is going to be the third time they play this year. Houston won the first one. Indianapolis won the second one. I mean, we just saw it a few weeks ago when Indianapolis, you know, took them out. You know, they almost caught them in the division when nobody <laughs> thought nobody thought they'd be able to c- catch them in the division. It got really close, and I think it's a good game. You got two, you got two top caliber quarterbacks going it, two really good defenses. But <clears throat> I think the hottest hand, I, I I think the hottest team in the league right now, in the AFC at least, is the Indianapolis Colts. And I think the Indianapolis Colts are going to go into Houston, and they're going to. They're going to put the smackdown on the Texans. I like the Colts in this game, guys. Guy Weaver, what are you thinking? I think it's the game of the week. Uh, I think it's going to be a hard-fought game on both sides. It's going to be really exciting to watch. I think they're pretty evenly matched. Talk about the hot hand. I mean, let's not forget what Houston did after starting 0-3, man. I mean, they went on a tear, uh, including wins against Indy. Um, so I, I truly think that uh, it's going to be a hard-fought game. I think you got two strong quarterbacks going against each other. Two strong wide receivers. Don't count out T.Y. Hilton. He hasn't practiced much mm-hmm. in the last few weeks, but has still put up monster games on no practice, and that's virtually unheard of. I mean, he's not making any, you know, Frank Reich's talked about it a few times, where he's not making the mental errors after spending no time in the field going out there in the games and performing as if he'd been on the practice field every day. So don't count them out. I think it's going to be a hard-fought game. Uh, I think the over-under is about right where it needs to be. Uh, I see both these teams scoring in the 20s maybe – Maybe a little low, um, but it, it's going to be a great game to watch. I'm looking forward to it. Matt. Yeah, I'm excited for this matchup as well. In Houston's first six games, Deshaun Watson had seven picks, but over the last ten, he has toned it down to only having two picks. Andrew Luck, on the other hand, has only been sacked 18 times in 16 games this season. And Deshaun Watson is actually the most sacked quarterback in the league. So I know everyone's looking at Houston's defense to break through, but that offensive line is legit there. It's going to be a very, very tough matchup, especially with the Texans being down to just DeAndre Hopkins. You said they, you know, match up with two great receivers. Hopkins is in, but Demiris Thomas is out. Kiki, do you love me? Coutier, also <laughs> out for the season. If you look at it, these games have been hot. Both these games, they played two already, and they've both been super close. The first one, Houston won by three. Yeah, both Houston won by three. The second one, Indianapolis won by three. Both the the, the road team won both times. So, I mean, does that favor Indianapolis in this game? I don't know. But both road teams won. I think it's – I agree. It's probably going to be a very tough, very close game. You know what the, the stat that pops out to me, and, I, and this isn't even deciding who the winner is, but the stats that pop out to me is the fact that Sean Watson through college, I mean, since he was a sophomore in high school, 
has not had, lost a game by more than a score. So all through the rest of high school, all through college, there's only two losses at Clemson and throughout his NFL career so far, he has not lost a game by more than one score. We it's all know amazing. Andrew Luck is like comeback kid in the fourth quarter. It makes Peyton Manning almost look average in his fourth quarter comebacks, the way Andrew Luck does it, like it's nothing. So I think that, to me, is why this game is going to be so exciting. You know it's going to be a close game. I mean, history has proven that, that it should be. If it's not a close game, I'll be absolutely shocked. It should be a close game, and you're pinning somebody who's never lost by more than a touchdown against somebody who has more comebacks in the fourth quarter as far as ratio of how many times he's been put in that situation in his career uh, ever. So I think it's going to be an absolutely amazing game. I, I think Houston actually pulls it out. I think that Hopkins is uh, Hopkins has proven that he can take over a game by himself. He doesn't need receivers around him to take pressure off. And I, I think that's going to be the difference in this game. Um, I think Houston takes this game. I think it's going to be about a 28-24 score. But I think Houston takes this game by less than a touchdown. Mm. Massey, what are you thinking? Uh, give me the Colts. I think the Colts are going to be able to pull it out. I got I got faith in Andrew Luck. I think they're the hottest team in the AFC right now. I think they're the most dangerous team in the AFC right now. Um, their defense is playing really, really well. So give me give me the Colts. Yeah, this one's tough. I want to take the Houston Texans. I really do, but I just think that the Colts have been too hot lately. I think their defense is better than most people give them credit for. I think they have the defensive rookie of the year on their team. Um, Comeback player of the year on their team. I don't think the Texans are that good as the Eagles expose. I think that the Colts are going to win this game outright and easily cover the 1.5. I just think J.J. Watt and Andrew Luck are going to shake hands a few times after he gets put on his ass. Yeah, oh, J.J. Watt's a beast. Jadavion Clowney is a beast. I just, I'm siding with what I think the better coach is and what I think the better quarterback is. I think Andrew Luck's a better quarterback than Sean Watson, and I don't think Bill O'Brien's that good of a head coach. Sticking with that theme, next game, Joseph Massey. Seattle Seahawks is playing your Dallas Cowboys. This weekend, over under at 43, Cowboys favored by one. Massey, tell us why you think your Cowboys are going to win. Or am I, I wrong for assuming that you're going to do that? <laughs> Honestly, guys, this is an amazingly close game. These are two teams that are unbelievably similar in so many ways. They got mobile quarterbacks that can throw. That can throw. They got running backs who... You know, they, they, they thrive on the run. They're, they were, they're a run-first team who's going to pound the rock. And they got solid defenses that, you know, stop the run, play good defense, don't give up big, big plays. You, you, you go across the board and look at position by position, and these teams are stacked up so similarly. And it's, it's really going to be a tough game. And I think the difference in this game is going to come down to where it's played at in Dallas instead of Seattle. If this game was in Seattle, I think it's a lot more, it's a different game, but because both teams haven't been good on the road this year, Dallas has been bad on the road. Seattle's been bad on the road and both teams have been really good at home. So I think that the fact that Dallas has stolen that home field advantage by winning the East and Seattle's coming in as a wild card really plays a factor in this game because these teams are so similarly matched up and so similar in strength and their strength and weaknesses. You, you know what, for me and, and Massey, this might surprise you. 
I know I've long been a Dallas Cowboys hater on this podcast. I apologize for that. Really? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with the team with the best rushing game (laughs) for this matchup. And that is the Seattle Seahawks. They actually ranked first in the NFL in rushing. Cowboys were down at 10th. They actually had more yards per game, more touchdowns, longer yards, and less fumbles. So they actually have the better rushing attack than the Dallas Cowboys. As a team, yeah, they do. As a team, they do. Not only do they have the better rushing game, they also have the better head coach. Do you want to try to argue Jason Garrett over Pete Carroll? No, absolutely not. Okay. Better head coach, better rushing attack, better quarterback. Do you want to argue Dak Prescott no, over Russell Wilson? I don't. Okay. And they have the better, better linebacker. So, for those reasons, I'm going with the Seattle Seahawks. That's enough for me. Seattle's been scary. Seattle's been really scary lately. Seattle's been, been inconsistent. They've not um, been scary on the road. You keep bringing up that road. The playoffs are a different, different breed. Seattle's I'm been there a few times. They, you're saying, I, I been think all the they've way. been scary at home, but they haven't been all you gotta do, all you, no, All they got to do is focus on shutting down Ezekiel Elliott. You're I not going to beat him with just Amari Cooper. I get the Seattle. home versus the road. I, I get that, but I've been in the playoff, Cowboys playoff, stadium this year. Football. Not a scary place to play. It's playoff football. Right. That's not what their they record gonna get says. Loud on? No. That's not what their record says. Yeah. I know. I know. Historically, it's that's true, but not this year. They're they're actually a very good road team. I mean, very good home team this year. Okay, how'd they play against the Cowboys early this season? And it they no, they beat us in Seattle. Yeah, we're we're, yeah. and that was before the Amari Cooper trade, which I like I said. It's oh, okay. And that was when they had Earl Thomas. Okay, that's they fine. don't have they don't have Earl Thomas. But you didn't answer my question. Did they win? Yeah, they beat us in Seattle. Yeah, was it by double digits? Yeah. I don't it think it's that bad this time around. I think, I think Earl the Thomas under, being out. I, I think, think over-under is way too high on this game. They're, they're, Earl Thomas had two picks in that game. He completely dominated that game. He's not going to be there. That's a huge hole. That's fine. Cowboys still lost. They did with against Earl Thomas in Seattle. If this game was in Seattle, I would understand. And I'd be like, look, at, the Seattle Seahawks have the advantage oh, because it's in Seattle. To, you need to understand that it, it is in Dallas and Seattle still is going to come in there and actually – be able to perform again. It's playoff football, not just because it's a away game. We're not going to just focus on one specific game. They have historic. They have historically been a, really good at home and bad at on the road. Regardless, Seattle, Dallas doesn't have that kind of home field advantage. They do this year. They're seven, they're seven and one at home this year. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. What happened the last time Seattle visited Dallas in the playoff? Did, the last time they visited Seattle in the playoffs, Tony Rome, Romo. They, they, wait, why do you keep on bringing? Why do you keep on bringing up games in Seattle? Because, because Tony Romo fumbling the extra point is funny to me. Oh, okay, that's my reason. How about your quarterback quitting on the final drive in the Super Bowl? All right, because um, he was tired. All right, all right, all right. Pretty so sure Nick Foles Cowboys. Won. You're taking Cowboys, Matt. You're taking Seattle. Do any? I do either of you like the real question? Do either of you think? That it should be a one point differential. That the over under is a little high, a little low. Where are you feeling on that? I think it's too high. I don't think they hit forty three together. I just don't see it. Not in this yeah, game. Yeah, I, I game. mean, I think the over under. I think it's right, right about where it should be. 
maybe a little high, but right about where it's going to be. It's going to be like a 23-20, 2017 game. Well, 23-20 is right there. I think it's going to I know, that's what I'm saying. I think it's going to be 21-13. I think it's, I think it's more like a 15-6 game. I think it's going to be a weird low score. I don't yeah, think this I, game's that great. Did you I'm say just, 15 to 6? Yeah, I think it's going to be okay. a really low scoring bad game. Okay. Honestly, looking at the matchups, we don't have a single bad matchup this is playoffs. Not this opening weekend. No, no, there's a lot of you good You look matchups. at the games, there's no Bengals, there, there, there's no well, Jack, the playoffs, man. Jaguars. I mean, last year we had the Bills at the Jaguars as a playoff Oh, yeah, game. that was bad. That was a bad game. So let's be honest, there can be bad playoff games. That's true. That's true. That, that was a bad happen. game. Uh, so this year, I think we're pretty fortunate. So Massey, you're taking Dallas. Yes, I'm taking Seattle. Guy, who are you taking? Uh, I'm taking I'm taking Dallas in the low scoring game this this week. Okay, no problem. Seattle's gonna give them a fit though, but it's gonna be a defensive game. Yeah, completely understood, and I agree, except for um, Dallas winning. So moving on to the next game, and this of our three playoff games that we've discussed including this one so far all of them have been a rematch game if not played twice this game was played just a couple weeks ago with baltimore ravens beating la chargers uh this time around baltimore is at home although they were kind of at home last time because la is a shitty place to play they're favored by two and a half points over under at 41 and a half guy what are your thoughts on this game Man, Baltimore has really shown that they belong these last few weeks. I mean, mm-hmm. even against the Browns last week, the Browns have really been on fire lately. So we knew that was going to be a hard-fought game. That was practically their Super Bowl. So you knew they were going to be fired up. But Baltimore somehow keep getting it done with that run game and Lamar Jackson and that stout defense. That defense has given up a little bit of points against some of these high-flying offenses. So I don't think that they'll necessarily hold the Chargers – completely down but that defense makes plays when they need to and as long as that offense can somehow keep fire as that run game that old school 1970s style run game that they've got going just run 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 if they keep that working man they they could really give the chargers a fit really could Matthew, i mean this is a really good game i mean we just saw the game a few weeks ago baltimore took it to the chargers you know in in la I mean, this game's in Baltimore. Chargers have been a better road team this year than they have a home team because um, it's weird. They seem like they're always playing on the road. They don't have home field advantage at all. But I think this game's going to come down to can Lamar – this is playoff football, and I think it's going to come down can Lamar Jackson make a throw? Can I think the Chargers are going to force Lamar Jackson to beat him with his arm. And, guys, I'm not sure if he can do that. I don't know if he's going to have to beat him with the arm. They've proven a lot with that run game in the last few weeks. I, I, they've absolutely impressed me. I thought that somebody was going to figure it out sooner or later, and it just seems like they just keep balling out. That defense is extremely stout. They've been giving up points, but they're making plays when they have to. And while I don't think that they'll hold L.A. completely down, I do think that they're going to hold L.A. down when they need to. You know, and that's a valid point, and that defense has been amazing. Phillip Rivers did have two turnovers in that game, the uh, Ravens, since Lamar Jackson has started, has been the r- best rushing team in the NFL. But the Chargers do boast a top rush defense. I like them to control that game a little bit better. Melvin Gordon is healthy. Austin Eckler is healthy. 
Keenan Allen will actually play this game, mm-hmm. I think the Chargers are going to get it done. Uh, Philip Rivers has been balling out. I, I think the Chargers, are gonna, yeah, I think the Chargers are going to be able to to hold off Baltimore's run game, make Lamar Jackson beat him with his arm, and I don't think Lamar Jackson could do it. I'm going Chargers on this one. I'm with you. I think I think I think Baltimore's going to give him a scare. Oh yeah. I think the Chargers are going to overpower him. I think Philip Rivers. I I believe it's his year to really make a run this year. I think he gets through Baltimore. Yeah. Unanimous. 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 Well, you took the law law, so of course you're going them. Yeah. Well, I, I will say this: of the blockers with the podcast, I'm the only one who picked a Super Bowl matchup where not only both teams, but even just one team is still in the playoffs. Well, I picked Colts Bears, but I wasn't on the podcast at that point. So, well, well done. We'll see if it happens. Uh, this brings us, Massey. To... How are the Vikings Jaguars playoff matchup look at Super Bowl? They're scheduled to play each other in their backyard, uh, Kirk Cousins' backyard, on uh, February fifth, I believe. <laughs> I think they, I think they went ahead and that scheduled was, that for me. That was your pick, Vikings Jaguars, dude. Right? Yeah, at Falcons Jaguars. Jaguars. I had Lala. Before the season, they dude, they were a whistle, a bad whistle away from being in the Super Bowl last year, man. Man. That was last year. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was wrong. I mean, they obviously they, they didn't perform. But let's get to this next game that I'm really looking forward to listening about. Uh, we're going to let you start You're going to start game, this though. So, Philly's at Chicago. Chicago is minus six. Massey, does that seem like a lot? No. I mean, I trust me, guys. I want Philly to win this game because if Philly wins this game and Dallas wins against Seattle, then Dallas doesn't have to go to New Orleans. They get to go to L.A., where I am, and I might be able to go to that All game. Right. And it's an easier matchup. No, I'm just saying, no, I'm saying, I want Philly to win, but I just I don't think they're going to be able to do it. I think the Chicago's defense is too strong. I think they're going to put pressure on Foles, and I think it's going to be a long night for the Eagles. I really do. I don't think they have the running game to take the pressure off Foles, and they don't have the receivers. I mean, they have Olsen Jeffrey, but I think the, the, the Bears' defense is just too tough. They'll be locking them down. And I think it's going to be a long night for Philadelphia. But I'm going to sit back and let you guys go at it. Well, I, I want to ask you a few questions. I'm literally a foot away from Guy Weaver right now, and he's a diehard Bears fan. Now I'm a diehard Eagles fan. So question number one, better receiving core, Philly or the Bears? I think that Philadelphia has the better receiving core because it hurts. Did that really – did that take a lot? I mean, now – Yeah, because I was thinking about just wide receivers, and then I thought of Ertz and Ertz, Ertz pushing – Better than Alshon Jeffrey guy. You're no, no, that no, no. Guy no I, think, I think you guys – I think Alshon Jeffrey is the best wide receiver, but out of the wide receivers as a whole, I think the Bears, the rest of them, are a lot better than the other guys, and I think it evens it out a little bit. Name one guy better than Golden Tate. Uh, oh, since since he's gone, on Robinson. Wait, yeah, since he's gone to Philadelphia, a whole bunch of people because he's been straight garbage in Philadelphia. Golden Tate hasn't done a damn thing. Anthony Miller ain't playing this this game. Allen Robinson just came back to Trevor. He ain't half the man that Ashawn Jeffrey is. All right, next question, Massey. Which QB do you have more faith in in a big game, Nick Foles or Mitch Trubisky? I have. If you're going up against a neutral field, I have more Foles. I have more faith in Nick Foles, but I have more faith in Mitchell Trubisky against the. Eagles secondary than I do with Nick Foles against the Bears secondary. 
Right. I, I was just about to say, I mean, you're talking about Nick Foles versus Mitch Trubisky. Like, you're acting like we're in a law room right now, like we're in a courtroom right now, and you're just going to word the questions the way you want them worded <laughs> to get the responses <laughs> that you want. First Champion. off, I don't give a damn who has the best receiving core, who has the best running backs, who has the best the quarterback, coach? because guess what? The best defense on the field is Chicago by and large. So I will take that defense against your offense all day versus your defense against our offense. Your defense has how many practice squad pizza delivery guys in their backfield? <laughs> how many how many guys in that backfield were delivering Papa John's last week? Let's be honest, all right? No. But here's right. my question. Uh, whoa. whoa, 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 whoa. Here's my question. What is the Bears' biggest defensive strength? Biggest defensive pass rush. Biggest what defensive is the strength. Eagles' biggest offense? You know what's strength. awesome in the you know what's awesome though is that our My defensive backfield will still pick the ball off and play great man to man defense as well as, as zone defense. That Does that is Kyle Fuller? Oh, it Kyle Fuller who led the league in it interceptions matters. playing? I'm pretty sure he is. I'm pretty sure Prince Armakamura is still on the other side holding it down. Eddie Jackson is a lock. Flock, Flock Nation. Listen, this is about to come to blows. These guys are sitting is, next listen, to each other drinking bourbon. All right, stop, because the people can't hear me, and they need to hear me. My point is, is that Chicago Bears defense, even missing the pieces of an Eddie Jackson, still will dominate your offense with no run game. You're going to have to throw with Fultz. going to try to throw the rainbows, and that's all he's got. Against our offense – with multiple pieces, Tariq Cohen and, Joe, and, and, and Jordan Howard have both excelled over the last second over the second half of the season. Your defense will not hold up against them and your practice squad pizza delivery guys against our offense while you Google whatever you're Googling a, a better than your offense will compete against ours, our defense. There's no way in hell. Go ahead. Oh, you're looking up something about Jordan Howard. I want to hear it. <laughs> good lately. I'm, I'm looking it up right now. He he hasn't been that good lately. He has. That, that's your bourbon over there. This is my that's bourbon. Good. But thanks. We're drinking the same bourbon. Um, Here's my question, though. Of who the Bears have played this year, the best offensive line was arguably the Rams. After that, think about the teams you played. It's not a lot of good teams, not a lot of times good records. The Eagles are arguably the best offensive line that you've played this year. I mean, let's Green. See, hold on, hold on. Let's go, let's, let's let's go, go down on, the line. Hold on. All right. All right. Listen, Seattle, playoff team. We won. Well, no, 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 no. Offensive line, Seattle. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Beat, beat the playoff team, right? All right. We go down. The next playoff team that we play is New England. All right. New England, we lose. Eagles we have lost. a better O line. They fell apart. You lost. New England. Eagles they have a better O line. Uh, L.A. Rams dominated their yep. offensive line, dominated their defense with your defensive play of the year slash co-MVP, as you would argue. Name another. Dominated name, their team. Name another offensive line who's good that you played this San year. San Francisco has a good offensive line. <laughs> Massey, can you chime in on that? I'm just sitting back and enjoying the show. Okay. San Francisco garbage this year. San Francisco's offensive line isn't that bad. They they have they, have, they have many pieces on that. They have Joe Staley. They're a top half offensive line. It's not as good as the Eagles top. offensive line. It doesn't With matter. The best center in the game. It doesn't matter. Hall of Famer so, left so tackle. Foles, so you think Foles is going to come out here and actually be able to light up our defense? 
How many points? How many points do you think your your team scores against us? First off, how many points do you think that the Eagles score against the Chicago Bears? I think it's twenty four to thirteen. Twenty four to thirteen. Yeah, twenty four to thirteen. Yeesh. You're giving your team thirteen points. That's wow. how. <laughs> well done, sir. But no, I think the Eagles can put up twenty four points. If the Detroit, if the Detroit Lions can put up twenty two, the Eagles can put up twenty four. Oh come on. If all right, guys. Lions, all right, let's. Dolphins can put up thirty-one. The Eagles can put up twenty. You're gonna have listen. You're gonna have more interceptions than you have touchdowns in this game. All right, guys. All right, more let's... interceptions than you have. All right. So bet on that. How much do you want to bet? Twenty bucks, right no, now. No, listen, money man. You've been talking for two weeks about all that money you made. <laughs> two weeks you've been talking about all that money you made over me. How much you put some of it up? More touchdowns than interceptions. More touchdowns than interceptions. Ten to one. I know sucker bet. I know sucker bet. We'll settle this bet. I'll post it on the pod. I'll post it on the vlog. We'll put it on the pod. All right, guys. Bet between me and Guy Weaver. All right, guys. So Matt, you're going Eagles, obviously. Guy, you're going the Bears. Better coach, better receivers. We do have better coach and better receivers. I'm glad you're giving us credit. I'm I'm going I'm going the Bears, guys. I'm going I'm I'm going to go to the Bears. All right. Bears, duck coach. All right, so let's let's Matt, let's move this on. We we kind of went on about this topic. You guys aren't going to agree, but dude, listen, we didn't go on on this topic nearly as long as you guys went about the Philadelphia Eagles versus Cowboys. So, <laughs> Massey, why are you going Bears over Eagles? I think that defense is too tough. I think that even that defense is too tough, and you guys don't have the defense to stop their offense. Even though I don't think their offense is that great, you guys don't have the defense to hold and them the down. Biggest offensive deficiency for. Well, I'm sorry, defensive deficiency for the Eagles is their secondary. And Mitch Trubisky's long passing game ain't that good. No, no, I agree. But he's still going to be able to pick you guys apart. And I don't think you guys are going to do much on offense, to tell you the truth. I, going into Chicago in the playoffs, with this Chicago's defense, it's, it's not going to be pretty. Okay. Let's score the 13 I, No, I want it. I hate I hate to say it, but I'm kind of pulling for the Eagles because of that scenario I talked about before. But I just don't see it happening. Well, that's fair. I just uh, massively, massively um, disagree with you. I'll, I'll, <laughs> say, I'll say this: there is a small part of me outside of my Homer body that is rooting for the Eagles, only because I want to hear Matt argue next week against his Eagles because of his la la pick. <laughs> um, well, they wouldn't. They would have to play Joe the Saints. Cut, they'd play the Saints. They'd have to play the Saints. They're the sixth seed. They get the top seed. And that's a tough argument to make. I'll be uh, <laughs> that team's pretty damn good. I think Drew you Brees know. could pick apart your secondary. It it is what it is. We we did win a Super Bowl last year, so I'm I'm good with whatever happens. Anything from here on out is gravy. I do see a scenario where the Eagles offensive line and defensive line can kind of neutralize the Bears to a certain extent. So, yeah. Tariq, Tariq Cohen throws more touchdown passes than Nick Foles this week. Now we know he's drunk, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> why you don't drink bourbon with Mac? That's what happens. That's what happens. So Joseph Massey is getting the hey daddy right now. So Massey, what is your bold prediction of the week? My bold prediction is for you, Matt. My bold prediction is that Nick, the eight Philadelphia Eagles have less than 300 total yards against the Chicago Bears defense. Huh. It's not a bad one. So, Guy Weaver, what's your bold prediction? Ezekiel Elliott will be the 
third highest rusher in that game behind both Chris Carson and Russell Wilson. Ouch. So, ladies and gentlemen, that is our podcast playoff preview for the weekend. Guy Weaver, say goodnight to everyone. Joseph Massey, say goodnight. Jesus, Flockers. All right, Mother Flockers, we will catch you soon. We will post the update of the Guy Weaver, Matt Riggs, Dites, um Madden matchup. Peace out, motherfucker.